going on everybody welcome back to another uh episode is the word uh of episode episode edition rendition Rendition. of occasionally coherent uh i am captain griegs here with my co-host uh kc and today that is all we have here uh no goose today um like we said last week we are in the middle of a lot of changes here uh, in the family, and Goose had a uh, prior engagement that he had to get to, and we're not even recording on our normal day, and like life is just an absolute shit show right now for us, and it's I think it's probably gonna be like that now for I don't even know how long, long time, It'll ten years or so maybe. Um, I mean, wh- how old are we? It'll be, it's been going. Okay. Why, why do you got to even bring it up? First of all, like it's not relevant. Um, just so everyone's aware, Captain Kriegs is going to be 30 this year and he's having a hard time. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It's not real. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to be turning 30. Casey's going to be 28. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we're kind of right in the, in the prime of where, you know, a lot of big life things happen. Um, you know, where you start to get adult money to, to spend, to go do fun things. And so, yeah, and, uh, I'm in the middle of a, of a home renovation kind of project. Um, we were actually just working on that before we started recording here, you know, we're trying to, you know, get work done when we can, when we're available. Right. So life is busy. Um, goose sends his regards, wishes he could be here, but, uh, he, he had to go do something else. Um, but anyway, me and Casey are here. So you know that that probably means star Wars. Um, we talked last week, um, that a, one of the, dare I say, probably the biggest current Star Wars um, IP, Mandalorian, um, just finished up its season three. And both myself and Casey watched it. Some episodes we watched together, some we watched apart. Um, Both of us huge fans. Um, So we want to talk a little bit about that. And it's kind of on theme because this week is May and National Star Wars Day is May the 4th. Yeah. As in May the 4th be with you. Exactly. So it kind of all blends together uh, nicely. I know last time it was me and Casey we talked Star Wars, but yeah, there I was is. I going to say, we're at two <laughs> Star Wars episodes in a matter of a month. Like, we should probably, like, apologize to the yeah, five, I mean... six listeners. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? And when it comes to Star Wars, me and Casey can talk endlessly. So, it's uh, it's no surprise. But uh, anyway, um, first things first, Casey, first impressions, overall impressions, I should say, of Mando Season 3. So, um, it's by, not by far, but definitely the say like call it the worst of the three seasons that they've had of the show but as far as quality goes like if you're gonna give them each a grade it has the lowest grade of the three and i that's not like a bad thing because it was still a very good right very good season 
mm-hmm. of Star Wars TV. Like mm-hmm. for me, and I and I look at it from probably a more optimistic lens than a lot of people do. Like for how long were we waiting on a live action Star Wars TV show? And right, we have that. So for the most part, it's going to take it to be really, really bad for me to not like it. Right. Yeah. Um, for sure. And I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I really, I, I don't, it definitely, it wasn't a step back. Like some people are calling it. It wasn't a disappointment or anything like that. It just, you know, there, there was definitely some stuff that didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. There were some decisions that they made that I didn't necessarily agree with, but that's mm-hmm. happened in every piece of Star Wars media that's come out in the last mm-hmm. now 10, 10 years, probably mm-hmm. since, are we coming up? Yeah, we're coming up close to ten years since Force Awakens came out. Was kind of the start, are we really the start of Disney's era? Of God Star Wars, damn, so, we're getting old. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's one of those things, and I, I love us Star Wars fans. I really do, but boy, do we kind of suck at times. I and, would uh, definitely agree with that. I think I, that, that came ugh. through. That came through with some of the some of what's being said about the current Mandalorian season and the current state of Star Wars for that right. matter. Right. Um, yeah, to piggyback off that, I would say that us as Star Wars fans are... I, I mean, we're starved for content still, I would say. Because for the longest time, um, we had, like, nothing. You know, the the sequel trilogy didn't really scratch the itch, you know? It didn't, I don't know, it's tough to say, but with this Mando show that's come out, it spun off Boba Fett, right? And then now we know we're getting an Ahsoka show. Alright, sorry about that. Uh, Casey just informed me we were having some microphone issues there, Uh, but we're back, carrying on with our conversation here. Just had a couple minutes here, we had to fix that. Um, I'm sure Casey will put a little blurp at the at the start saying apologize for the last for the last six minutes of of ear melt um but anyway so we're getting in a soga show so we've we've been getting some star wars content right and because we didn't get much star wars content for the longest time what we do get is going to be scrutinized heavily right it's going to be looked at under a microscope whether that's fair or not it's hard to say Um, you know, I'm probably of the party that says that it is fair, you know, because Star Wars is, it's gotta be top five, if not top two intellectual properties in the entire freaking world. You know, it's huge. So when Star Wars fans, you know, are a little harsher on it, I get it, but I kind of echo what Casey said with, it's going to take Star Wars to be absolutely awful for me to really not like it, you know, it's, I'm, I'm a fan. I enjoy, I'm able to enjoy, you know, Star Wars, Marvel, the things that I'm passionate about, I'm able to enjoy them, um, for what they are and not have to look at it as a critic, right? I'm able to enjoy the content. So, and Dave Filoni, who's one of the creators of this Mando show, we as Star Wars fans, Owe him an unpayable debt. What he has done for Star Wars over the last few years is incredible. He's, 
he didn't single-handedly do it, but he had as big a part as any in basically bringing Star Wars back in front of us. Um, he directed a lot of the Clone Wars animated series. He's directed Bad Batch. He directed Mando. Created Rebels. Created Rebels, right? It's so to say that something he made is garbage and it's a step back is doing such a disservice for what he's done for Star Wars in general. Um, so like literally anything Dave Filoni makes, it, I'm going to be a fan of because that dude is incredible. So I don't know. I, I don't necessarily agree with people calling Mandalorian a step back because that is kind of the general consensus that I've, that I've seen out there. Um, but on the other hand, I do agree that it is that Mandalorian and anything Star Wars needs to be looked at under a microscope and be scrutinized. Um, I would say that it's certainly not the strongest season um, in general. But I don't know if I would rank it as the as the lowest of the three seasons. Because... It didn't beat around the bush. It told the story that it needed to. Um, I can think of maybe one episode in the whole season that did not need to be there. That was pretty pointless. Um, because they basically told a story that could have been told in 30 seconds of screen time. In 45 minutes of screen time. Um, and then it also was overshadowed by you know really ridiculous cameos and stuff like that. But... Overall, it 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 was what it was, right? Like it didn't lie to us about what it was gonna be. You know, they introduced Bo Katan in season two of The Mandalorian, and so it's like, okay, well, we can't just leave it alone and be like, oh, okay, well, just so you know, Bo Katan's out there, right? She's out there doing God knows what. You know, they're like, we need to wrap up that storyline because this character Din Djarin, is a Mandalorian. You know, and last we saw, Mandalore exploded. <laughs> Not exploded. Well, it, it got, got bombed. It got glassed by the Empire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're like, we we really do need to wrap that up. And that way, we can bring this full, full circle back around where now it's just Din and Grogu. And now they can go back on an adventure together because that's... At the end of the day, that's what this show is about. It's about Din Djarin, our Mandalorian, and Grogu, his little, um, the child. So, it's, it did what it was supposed to do. I enjoyed it, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I, I, again, um, I, I think it was, it was great, great TV, and the first two seasons of The Mandalorian have been some of, like, the best TV that I've been able mm -hmm. to watch so in the third season i i it's it was great stuff um i love the fact that they seem to have taken some of the complaints that we had about the first two seasons which was the super short episodes mm -hmm. they've definitely yeah big difference that's, that's kind of got thrown out we had some pretty decently long episodes and it was kind of like a nice mix like one week it'd be a 40 minute episode then the next week we'd have 59 minute episodes right like it was a pretty good mix and that's that's what i like to see it's like okay the episodes aren't just gonna have a hard stop at 45 minutes did the episode tell the story that it needed to tell great mm -hmm. that's where we'll end it whether that's at 45 whether that's at 50 whether that's at 30 
you know, it, it doesn't matter there. And I think they, they've definitely um, cleaned that up quite a bit. And then, I mean, as far as the story that they're trying to tell, um, and we can start to dive into that a little bit, I don't think we've really thrown much spoilers out there yet, so I'll, I'll throw a spoiler sure. alert out yep. there now before we dive into the, like actually what happened in season three of Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they, they've done a great job and I really am looking forward to what they're going to do next with this era of star Wars, which is the new, right. the new Republic era. Um, and that's establishing where the new Republic went wrong and how the first order right basically was allowed to become what, yeah. they, what we see in the sequel trilogy yeah um and they're doing a great job of that and it seems like we're going to be adapting the heir to the empire like story yeah. as much as you can adapt something that's mm -hmm. like, a lot of the stuff's already been like no way can that happen but yeah just um, based on where they what they've seemed, already done it seems yeah. like uh they're they're adapting the heir to the empire story with admiral Thrawn, uh grand admiral thrawn and making that into uh, what this overarching narrative is, which is a fantastic thing for them to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a huge, huge um, props to Timothy Zahn, you know, for because a lot of people say that he's like the only great Star Wars fan fiction writer, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, up until true. now, it was fan fiction, right? Now it's canon. But a lot of people are of that mindset where, you know, if Timothy Zahn didn't write it, I don't want it. You know, and so it's it's very cool that, that Grand Admiral Thrawn is kind of the overarching villain because, A, it's an incredibly deep character, um, and B, it he's he just looks cool, man. Yeah. He's a big blue dude with bright red eyes. And yeah. it's it's really cool. And he's he's known as a incredible um military strategist mm -hmm. and an incredible deep thinker which allows you know the character to have you know depth as well and it's it's very very exciting that he's going to be making his way into star wars canon yeah i i am i'm very excited to heir to the empire it was a a classic that i i think i read it might have been in high school when i read probably it. yeah um but that that's really cool and i actually have a signed copy of that, right, that I, um, and I'm, I'm, that's one of my prized Star Wars possessions. So right, I'm, I'm pretty pretty stoked. Um, I think that there's 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 a big story that they're trying to tell. Um, I think they probably on their side of things they might feel a little bit pigeonholed. And okay, how do we how do we explain this? How do we right. explain this without breaking the story mm -hmm. um, that they've already established? That's kind of what can end up happening when you're telling stories in different eras that ultimately the era that you're telling the story in was maybe affected by a different one that you haven't told those stories yet. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, trying to map. I, I don't envy at all <laughs> who's trying to map all of that out for them. Right. But um, as far as my overall rating of the current, the season three. Um, so, Season one, I'm giving that one a 10. Like, on, on my okay. scale of how I would rate things, I would give that one a 10. Season two, a strong 9.5. Um, same, we still, had wow. a couple, we still had a couple of filler episodes in um, season two that I didn't mm -hmm. think were absolutely necessary. Um, and then season three. Frog lady. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, season three, um, it's 
probably around an eight and a half for me. Wow, that much of a drop. Yeah. Hmm. I would basically put season two and season three on the same level if it if I had to. Um. I mean, season one, it's it's kind of a uh, obvious thing where you basically got to give it a 10 because of what it represents, right? It represents a whole new era in Star Wars. Um, you know, I, it brought millions of new fans to Star Wars and brought back millions of all old fans, right? So it it's tough to not give it a 10. Um but then I would even say that season two had more filler episodes than season three did. So I would say the story of season two is probably better um, than season three. But like I said before, season three, it told us what it was going to do and it did that. The one thing that I do have to complain about as far as story goes is they showed us for the first time ever an uh, on-screen mythosaur. And that was that. It ended. There was so much hype around that. The fact that we saw a mythosaur, an animal that, you know, in Star Wars canon is long, long dead. And we saw it. And then it was like, okay, well, it represented something. You don't actually get to see it. So that was pretty disappointing to me. I, I was pretty disappointed in that too. I was fully waiting for the mythosaur to burst from the underneath right. the glass and here's this magnificent beast that yep. um now like that that was like for me I was hoping that that was going to be what united all of the Mandalorians. Like they they were able right. to unite and ultimately win, mm-hmm. but I was hoping that that would be what united them. Right. Um a lot of people online wanted um, Din, uh, Din Djarin, the main character to be the one to be, to tame the mythosaur. Everybody, other people wanted Bo-Katan to do it. Other people were trying to say that Grogu was going to do it because he has Dude, I hate the people animal. that are shipping Grogu as a Mandalorian. I hate that so no, much. No, he, he's a, he's a Mandalorian. They need to stop shipping that he's going to be a Jedi, I think. Really? Unfortunately, I think Interesting. That, that needs to go away because he's not. He, he gave up, like, he's still I don't gonna, know if it's possible for him to not. I think it is. He's still going to use the force and probably continue to. And learn that's his, it. You think yeah, that's going to be it? Like the idea of Grogu wielding the lightsaber. I think people are going to have to give up on. You that hope. you say that knowing happen. the fact that they announced a movie where Ray is rebuilding the Jedi Order. I. You I don't, still are like Grogu's not going to be a part of it. It's gonna to be tough to say. I, I I've gone. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation we, we can have. About it, we've talked about it, and when we talked about them announcing mm-hmm. that movie and whatnot, we brought up Teenage Grogu. I might have even been the one who brought it up. But the more that I've been thinking about it, the less likely I see that happening. And part of it is, it seems like these things that fans are shipping and really want to happen, ultimately, it's not what's going to happen. Like there was a lot of things that we wanted to happen and see in season three, and that wasn't, yeah. wasn't the case. Like, and sometimes it almost feels like the filmmakers and the showrunners, directors, whoever, kind of do that. Like they they see what we're trying to make happen or want to happen, and then they're saying, "Nope, we're going a complete opposite direction." And mm. There are times where you can kind of see, like, okay, by you going in that complete opposite direction, you completely screwed up the whole story, right? Just because you wanted fans to be wrong, and and we we've seen it where you feel like that hap- has happened in Star Wars too. I I would liken the sequel trilogy to that, where 
the second movie of the sequel trilogy, The Last Jedi, fans had so like so many theories on what was going to happen, what you know, why was Luke on this island, what who right. were Ray's parents, like all this stuff, and basically it was here's pretty much the opposite of everything that you predicted. And here it is yeah. as the movie. And then the next movie, they spend the entire time going completely even further from the opposite. Like, okay, oh now God, we've established yeah. all this stuff from the last from the last Jedi. Where do we go from there? And then they were just like, Nope, throw all that out. We're going again a completely I mean, opposite the, direction. And you feel like the as, main as fan, reason behind to... that is the different directors. Yes, and that that's that's, that's not an Star intentional story direction. I, and I, I don't think anyway. Yeah, and I don't know. That, that's I'd hate that's, to that's believe that anyway. Anyways, bringing it back, I will. I am of the camp where Grogu is a Mandalorian. He's part of clan, the Mudhorn clan with Din Djarin, so yeah. he's now Din Grogu. Yeah, which is kind of funny that 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 they decided to so do that. stupid. <laughs> um, and he's. He he's just gonna be he's going to learn how to fight, but I I don't think you're gonna see Grogu wielding a lightsaber. I really don't. Well, so so here's my thing, right? Is that when you think of Star Wars, what do you think of? You think of lightsabers, you think of Darth Vader, and you think of lightsaber fights. When you think of Star Wars, you don't think of the blaster fights that happen between Mandalorians. You know? So if they're smart, they're going to put their prized possession, little tiny green Grogu, with the most iconic weapon in all of sci-fi history, a lightsaber. How could you not? Literally, that... That alone, that image sells merch, it sells viewers, it sells everything. All you have to do is show Grogu holding a lightsaber. It doesn't even have to ignite, and it's going to sell. That's the thing. And in this day and age, it is all about the dollar. It does not matter what people want or what makes sense in the story it's about the dollar and what's gonna sell yeah and we i've had conversations about that too and i think that um one thing that's gonna be a real challenge so it's i i'll call it the casual fan theory mm -hmm. i think i think I've, maybe i've yeah. talked about it on the podcast before. you've said that phrase before so the casual fan theory whenever so when you have this big connected universe and right now let's say there's three of them one of them's dying and being completely rewritten already but there was three of them you had the mcu dc universe and star wars basically yep. those are those were the big three they've mm -hmm. tried to connect other ones and you know there was it just doesn't happen it just doesn't happen potentially only, a new one coming this the fall. only the only one that i think was able to nail it but they had a small enough audience where it worked for him was the arrowverse Right on the CW, but the but other, it's DC characters. But that's DC characters again. But so with the casual fan theory, they're gonna they're writing these movies and they're writing these shows. They need to have the expectation that at least half of those fan, people watching that that they're trying to get to watch it haven't seen the thing before it. 
half. I I I gotta say that they have to That's go into it assuming because they know that you and me. They we know get it. that we are we watched the old one and we're gonna watch the new one. Right. Like they, they already have our mm. money. They know that. They need to bring in the people whose money they don't already have. Yeah. So they that's need to fair. bring in that casual fan that's like, Oh, I liked Star Wars as a kid. I'm gonna go and watch I'm gonna watch that movie. Oh. You know, that they're and they need to go in with the expectation that they're not gonna fully understand what's going on. So they're gonna have to basically rehash a lot of what's already been said. Or make it more of a self-contained story where it's not really going to be affected by the one before it and not going to affect the one after mm. it. The TV shows, they're able to be a little bit more like, yeah, everybody's watching every single show. Mm-hmm. They're able to do that because they know that that's going to be pretty much the same audience over and over again. But when they get to this movie that they're going to be making, yep, they got to go in with the expectation that there's probably going to be people who are going to go and see this Star Wars movie. Hey. Star Wars movie, Star Wars movie coming into theaters. That which one's watched. coming first? Do we know? I don't know if we. I don't think we've okay. gotten much conversation. So, so you're on just it. saying whatever of the three that they announced comes first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you're, they, they're so going to they, assume that. I think they so and I and I, I'll single out the movie that's going to be like the culmination of the Mandoverse that's going on yeah, right now. Sure. So which is that, probably going to be the first one. Which is probably going to be the first one that comes out. I think that that one is going to be made it's you're going to have the culmination of all of these events but they're going to spend at least a portion of the movie explaining what's going on, expecting that there's going to be Man. people watching it without having seen it before. That's so disappointing if they do that. I think they so but, but I, I think you're right. I think they can't not. Yeah, it's it's the uh, the casual fan isn't going to understand what's going on. So that's why it's always frustrating for us fans going like, oh, you know, why, like watching, I'll bring up the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. Um, and Jedi Fallen Order because the new game just came out. Yeah. So the Obi-Wan show, it made no sense for anybody who's played Jedi Fallen Order for Cal Kestis to not show up in that story at all. Right. It made zero sense. Yep. But the casual fan hasn't played Jedi Fallen Order and hasn't, and now they're watching this Obi-Wan show because, oh, I know Obi-Wan. Yeah. He was in that Star Wars movie that I watched as a kid. Yep, for sure. And then who's this guy? So they can they can make subtle nods and throw Easter eggs out there and all that stuff for the hardcore fans. But it's going to be very difficult for them to be able to pander to the full audience. And like you said, bringing in all that money, which is ultimately what the goal is. As much as much as we're in it for the storytelling and the entertainment value and we're very passionate about it. Ultimately, Disney, who owns That's two interesting. Of those universes, or Warner Brothers, who has a DC universe. Ultimately, they don't really care about the quality of the product. They care about how many people they can get to go and see it. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if Disney looks at it the same way that, like, a general business looks at things, right? So, little business one hundred and one with Captain Kriegs here. It is ten, like, ten times more expensive to sign a new customer than it is to maintain one, right? Sure. So in Disney's case, is it more lucrative for them to gain new or maintain current? Because, and I I, I think there's probably a ton of external factors that weigh into that too. Like, I don't even know if Disney Plus is profitable yet. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And that is, that's a huge thing. But anyway, in the vein of, you know, what's to come here, you know, we've been talking a little bit about, you know, what 
what Mando kind of told us might be coming, you know, based on its undertones and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, May the 4th, uh, Star Wars Day is this week, uh, Thursday. So, and Star Wars Day always brings some really cool stuff, right? And, um, here a few weeks back, um, at Star Wars Celebration Europe, um, Lucasfilms announced a bunch of cool Star Wars stuff. So, that being said, I want to get Casey's uh, prediction on something that will happen, something that may happen, and something that you would like to happen but probably won't. I want those three things <laughs> okay, something for May the 4th. Will happen, may happen, want to happen. Yeah, okay. but prob- the one that. that you want to happen is pro- you can be pretty far-fetched, and you can elaborate on each of them. Okay. Okay. All right, so uh, something that will happen. Um, we will get... Um, well, I, I, we already know we're going to get the release of that new Jedi Youngling show on Disney+. Plus. Yep, that's true. So yep. that, that will happen. I'm not, I, I won't count that, though. So something that... Are you planning to watch that? No. Not, me not either. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, and we're going to get, are we getting Visions, too? The new, I think so. The anthology of Visions. I know they've or... been, like, releasing, like, each, like, the title of each episode, like, once a week or whatever. Um, so something that will happen, that I guess, it's me saying it will happen as a prediction. Um, I would think that we will get another trailer for Ahsoka. Yeah. Or we'll get... We'll get the footage released of either the Acolyte or um, Skeleton Crew that they only showed the people at Star Wars Celebration. So we'll get oh, that's that right, because they saw footage. Released. Yeah. Um, as far as what do I? So that was that was what will happen. Okay. So what? What do you want to happen? What do I want to happen? Let's do that at the end. So what's what's the next? So it was will happen, may happen, and I want to happen. Okay. Yeah. So may happen. Uh, we will get an announcement of um, either a, more of a confirmed release date or release window for the Star Wars Eclipse game Ooh, that we got a teaser for yeah. a couple years Which ago. Looks Which looks insane. Um, and they'll like announce that it's on like Unreal 6 or whatever. Unreal 5 yeah, right, because it's going to be the Unreal do, Engine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they'll, they'll do something with that and we'll get more more confirmation as to what it will be. <laughs> That's right. not, that's, so that's something that may happen. It's not necessarily something that I'm like going to be overly hyped for and want to right. happen because you'll you know what I want to happen. Yeah. Uh, what I want to happen is I need a confirmation on a release date of the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that we're going to get something at some point on it because they've already acknowledged that the Old Republic is an era of the right Disney because we're getting a movie on it. Well, that, that movie is going to be set even before the Old Republic. Oh, that's true. The High Republic but, is the movie. So I, th- my theory is that this Knights of the Old Republic game, they're remaking it completely and basically setting it up to where it can be a fully canon story. So sure. They're, they're remaking it like, okay, here's the story of the old game. Mm-hmm. What needs to be taken out or replaced so that way it doesn't contradict anything, which I don't think much in the original game really would contradict the current canon, but it you never know. Yeah. Um, I think they, like, talk about the Skywalker lineage and stuff like that. And sure. Them, so I'm sure that stuff will probably get taken out. But. Yeah. 
Um, that's that's what I want to have. So the moral of the story is what Casey wants is Darth Revan to be I need, canon. I need I need me some Darth Revan. <laughs> Darth Revan's my boy. Uh, is the, the only footage is the only footage of the remake just the yeah. like the twenty seconds of Revan igniting his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, and is I'm that, sure that it? Yeah, I'm sure that that's not really anything. That's just a render that they. Yeah, like, right. It's freaking awesome, life. though. No, because so with they've announced some stuff on the game. I believe it's changed developers, um, and we haven't gotten much after that. Um, yeah. yeah, Star Wars games. It seems like it. It's apparently almost more difficult than making movies and TV shows to get a Star Wars game right off the ground. But, yeah, no kidding. You know, so. All right, All right, so what yeah, what so got? what will happen? Um, we will get two new Lego Star Wars sets. I'll sure. say, yep. one of them will be the new um, Ultra Collector series or Ultimate Collector series. Yep. So it'll be the really big set. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's gonna be. Rumor is it's a Chewbacca, which uh, is didn't we get? Kind the, of I thought it was bummer. gonna be an X-wing. No, that's different. Oh, okay. That's a different one. Oh, they usually they save one and announce it. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I don't know. But we'll get some Star Wars Lego sets announced sure. in some form or another. Usually yep. it's a UCS set. Um, We will get a second trailer for Ahsoka, um, which kind of will lead into one of my other things. Um, And I don't know if there's anything else that's confirmed. Um, We get the shows and all that. Um, What I think might happen is... We get um, first trailer for Skeleton Crew with Jude Law. Sure. Um, yes. So that people can start getting hyped for that. Mm-hmm. We also may get... Do We don't have an exact date for Ahsoka, right? It's just August. Um. Yeah, I think it was just August. So we'll probably get an exact date for that. We may even get episode titles for that. Oh, that yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Um, and we may get a silhouette or f- some sort of very small footage of Grand Admiral Thrawn because as hyped as we are for Grand Admiral Thrawn, the people who don't know are like, who the F is that? Like, why is everybody talking about Thrawn's return and all this stuff? Like, I don't get it. So they need to start building the hype around that. Yeah. Um. And then, so as far as what I want, um, mm-hmm. this list can go on for a long time. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I could have. But a couple of things that I that I want, I want there to be, um, an announcement of some sort of live action Calcastus. I yeah. think that Cameron Monaghan, I think his name is, who's the mocap actor for Cal Kestis and the he Jedi. He's the, he's the likeness too, like the yeah, right. They designed it for him to be him. He's he's been working super super hard on the like the press tours and the hype tours for this Jedi Survivor game, and he's said multiple times that he would love for Cal Kestis to be live action Mm -hmm. and i think that we might or i want there to finally be an announcement saying that cameron monahan is playing cal kestis in something like uh set to reprise his role as yeah right in season two of obi-wan yeah right exactly exactly so i i really want that because that i think that would just be so cool for a character to start in a video game 
and then end up being on screen. Yeah, because we've, we've guess seen it what? With the animation. Marvel doesn't even have that. Yeah, we've seen Marvel it doesn't the have a character created for a video game, game and then made their way on anything. Yeah, it would be so cool for that. Um, and then the other thing that I want is some sort of footage for um, the the new games or potentially um, some sort of like announcement more info on the the movies sure so. um other other things that i think would be cool but not necessarily wants for me um they could announce here's our live action cast for the bad batch Ooh, or, that um, would be cool I don't even dude know. that would be yeah. awesome because yeah. that would include or, or, tomorrow morrison give us, um here's what ezra looks like in live action oh or, yeah um, yeah, I don't know. There, there's a there's a bunch of stuff that they could announce. I don't think we're gonna get a ton of announcements since no, we're just coming off not. Star Wars Celebration. Um, but Star there Wars, won't, there won't be a lot of stuff that's like, oh, we not we didn't already we already knew that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, and I think I told I think I told Goose and Casey this like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Star Wars has a legit chance to take over the Star Child spot. No pun intended there. Um, for Disney IPs. Because Marvel has left that door open for the first time in a long time. Although they might be closing it again with Guardians based on what I've been seeing. um, The Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, But as of right now, the door is open for Star Wars to step into the spotlight. Yeah. And they are very much poised to do so. So if they really want to take the reins, they will absolutely put out some killer announcements you know, via a Disney Plus, like, video release, right? Like, they've done that before, mm-hmm. um, where they do, you know, like, Kathleen Kennedy just, like, kind of walks through a bunch of stuff, like a Disney Investors Day kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. I'm excited. Um, Star Wars seems to be headed in a much better direction, finally. Um, yeah, I agree. And me and Casey promised that the next time it's just us two, we won't talk for an hour on Star Wars, we'll find something else to talk to you guys about. Uh, it might not be as exciting, but... Um, Join us next time for unsolicited life advice from Casey. There we go. There we go. Yeah, um, we'll but Lem is uh, is paging me um, for food. Oh, uh, so I have food up there. It's probably cold by now, but whatever. Um, so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Um, hopefully we have all three of us next time. Um, but like I said, life is crazy busy right now, so who knows? Um, but, uh, thanks. 